0: We don't know it all. God knows it all. And he's given us his spirit to abide within us. So in Romans 8:22 and 23, then we're going to jump to 26 and 27. The apostle Paul, writing to the church said, "For we know that the whole creation Groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now, and not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. Verse 26 Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us, how? With groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession. Notice notice who the intercession is made for. How many saints are in the house? How many saints are in the house? How many saints are in the house? Well, the Holy Spirit is making intercession for the saints. Amen. And notice how. Not according to our plan. Not according to our will. According to the will of God. Can it get any better than that? I don't think so. So what does groan? This morning, I was led to look in my favorite Webster's 1828 dictionary, and I found this. Groan simply defined as this. To breathe. To breathe with a deep, mournful sound. How many of you last week witnessed groaning's By the Holy Ghost, deep, mournful sounds uttered as in pain or sorrow. Groaning is the act of groaning, a deep sound uttered in pain, sorrow or anguish. So what is an infirmity says the spirit helpeth our infirmities the spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered an infirmity is a weakness which would include a lack of knowledge of how to pray infirmity defined is want of strength or weakness indicating inability to produce the results according to W.E. Vine. Infirmities would keep us from reproducing prayer results if it were not for our helper, the Holy Spirit. We don't know it all. God knows it all. And he's given us his spirit to abide within us, to help us. He knows we don't need to know. He just needs us to cooperate and yield to him. The Spirit Himself comes to our rescue by interceding with unutterable groanings. That's what you witnessed last week. You witnessed me yielding to the Holy Spirit. And it's, listen, it's as He wills. You don't orchestrate this. You don't groan just because you want somebody to think and believe that the Holy Ghost is using you in intercession. I know, I know people, they were going to fast and pray until the Holy Spirit spoke to them. And they opened themselves up to the wrong spirit. Don't try to make it happen. If He wants to use you as a member of the body of Christ... In that manner, yield, but don't try to make it happen. Come on, church. Intercession can only be accomplished by the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit. We take hold first, and then the Holy Spirit will help us. One way, not the only way, the Holy Spirit helps us in intercessory prayer is in groanings and in praying in other tongues. Praying in other tongues is the manner that God has chosen for power to be tremendous and made dynamic in its workings. The Holy Spirit interprets to us God's consciousness of suffering and makes intercession. The scripture teaches that we take hold with Jesus in his sufferings. Make intercession with groanings that cannot be uttered. The Greek in Romans 8.26 actually implies this, with groanings that cannot be uttered in articulate speech. What is articulate speech? It's our native language. The New English Bible says, through our inarticulate groans, The Spirit Himself is pleading for us. And you know, you don't stop in the midst of the Holy Ghost performing spiritual surgery. That's kind of how I look at it, Mr. Attorney. It's the Holy Ghost in a supernatural surgical procedure. That's not the time to stop and say, take note, here's what's happening. And neither are you praying for yourself. It's about those that we're standing in the gap. Making intercession. Wanting the Holy Spirit to take hold together with us. Actually, He's in us. He wants us to yield about the Father's business. And what we're here for. And then He takes hold. He's in there. He's wanting us. Always to be interceding. Amen for the lost as well as the saints. The Phillips translation calls groanings, agonizing longings, which never find words. There's no word to articulate what the Holy Spirit is doing at that moment. Longings, agonizing Longings which never find words. Groanings come from within us, out of our spirit. But groanings must escape our lips to be effective. That's why if he's moving upon you, within you, as an intercessor, to get the results, those groanings must escape Through your lips. We may know the will of God, but only the Holy Spirit knows how to effectively present the need. I found myself this week, especially the first part of the week, I wanted to sing that song Good, Good God, a deeper move. It was so stirring in my spirit. Longings, agonizing longings for those that are battling for their life. But we go about our life without a care, without a concern. Is that really what the Father wants us to do? Or should there be a schedule of set time each and every day that we are standing in intercession and in the gap for another one. To have a deeper move, say deeper. Deeper, deeper. To have a deeper move of the Spirit of God, we must be led by compassion to intercede. And that's what I'm longing to see and witness Especially in this body of believers. You've been trained and you've been trained well. I know of no one. Let me say that differently. I am so pleased to tell who you are. And the heart that you have. And how you yield to the spirit of God. And how you're not concerned about how long a service is. What you're more concerned about is what God, by His Spirit, wants to accomplish in this moment, in this day that we're gathered. I commend you as a part of this body that you're willing to let the Holy Spirit use you as an intercessor in behalf of others. When He chooses, not when we choose. Amen. So to have that deeper move, we have to be led by compassion to intercede for others. To be effective in intercessory prayer, we must persevere in prayer. True intercessor, listen to me, is not bound by time or space. You want to know what I just heard in my spirit? A person truly hungry for the things of the Spirit of God are not conscious and bound by time either. Amen. Well, I don't know. I don't know about those two and three hour services. So, you got a loved one that's scheduled for surgery and it's supposed to take 45 minutes for the surgery surgeon to do what he's to do. So he gets in the midst of that surgical procedure and he sees something. He's made aware of something and it's going to take longer than 30 minutes or 45 minutes. You're going to go knock on that door and say, excuse me, I allotted 45 minutes to be here With my loved one. What's the delay? No, Jesus used natural things when he was teaching the disciples to make a point. I'm making a point. What's the point? No, the Spirit just said, It's not you making the point, it's just your voice they're hearing. I'm making the point. I realize I'm not talking to those that are present. I realize you're here because you're hungry and thirsty for things pertaining to and of the Holy Ghost. I realize you're here because you are an intercessor and you know those that need our intercession and you know the Holy Spirit abides within you and you know that He needs an agent on the earth that He can work through. Is it asking too much? So to have that deeper move, There must be compassion. There must be perseverance. We can't be bound by time. And how? How long do we pray then? How long do we stay with it? We should always continue to pray until we have a note of victory or praise. How will we know that? We'll start laughing, praising, or singing, which is a note of victory that assures that we have the answer. Listen to me might not be the answer that we won't. God knows everything. We're not God. Someone said, well, why don't you go into hospitals and raise everybody that dies? That's not what we're talking about. That's not what God's asked us to do. He asked us to know his word and our authority That has been given to us. He's made available the name of Jesus. And the word of God. And it's as the spirit leads. And he knows. Every situation. And what the outcomes should be. And we can't touch that. Secret things belong to him. And if he wants to reveal that to us. Then we're available to hear. But if he doesn't. We leave it in his hands. With him. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14, Paul writing to the church said, If I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Amen. And then we find in 1 Corinthians fourteen fourteen by the Amplified reads it in manner this manner. For if I, for if I, for if I you have something to do with it. It's if you, if you are willing to pray. As young as you are, you probably know more Bible than any, psalm three times, four times your age. Think not that you have to be a certain age. You just have to know. Amen. So, if I pray in an unknown tongue, My spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prays, and my mind is unproductive. Praying with our spirit by the help of the Holy Spirit is praying out of our spirits, not out of our mind. Praying in an unknown tongue is inspired and directed by the Holy Spirit.